Hello, everybody. It's been a while. I apologize for that. Um, been busy. Fishing's been good. Um, work's been steady for the most part. It's starting to pick up. It'll pick up here in the next couple of weeks, but just been busy fishing and, you know, enjoying this nice weather here we got in Colorado. Um, so I apologize for that. I need to get a little bit more on the ball here and start doing some more podcasts for everybody. And, um, we're going to, we'll, we'll get after it. I know I keep saying that, but we will, it'll happen. Uh, and I'm, I'm slowly getting some, some done and, and getting some things figured out. So appreciate you guys for sticking around and, and still listening. Hopefully you guys are, I don't, you know, we'll find out, but hopefully you guys are still listening. Um, today I want to do a little bit of podcast about kind of calling it cleaning up the clutter, you know, and, and cleaning up, you know, just the messes that we have in fly fishing. You know, we have so much gear and so much crap that, um, we got to figure out where to put it all. And so I go through some, some tips and, you know, things that I do to help clean up some of my stuff, um, and organize it a little bit and just kind of about building a routine. So hopefully you enjoy it. Um, today the show's brought to you by Upslope Brewing. Um, you know, and I want to give a big shout out to them. Thanks guys, you know, for kind of sponsoring the show and providing some beer for us. Obviously, you know, some of the favorite things in in the world are beer and fishing. Um, you know, and, and you can't have either one without clean water. So we're proud to partner with Trout Unlimited to conserve, protect, and restore North America's cold water fisheries and watersheds. Through Upslope's 1% for Rivers campaign, they donate 1% of all Upslope craft lager um, can sales to your local Trout Unlimited chapter. That's pretty awesome. Um, They do a pretty good thing, and there's a lot of companies out there who do stuff like that. Um, Luckily, you know, we're kind of with Upslope here and can and can do that and be part of it. So if you are fishermen, um, conservationists, you know, definitely um, think about that a little bit. These guys do help and they're they're trying to do what they can. Um, so thanks Upslope for that um, and the sponsor. So now on to the show, the guided trip with Cameron Rhodes. I hope you enjoy it. This is episode ten, cleaning up the clutter. Thanks guys. As fishing guides and as fishermen in general, we get a lot of gear. Um, We get a lot of shit, an obscene amount, and it just keeps popping up. We find gear all the time. We constantly are buying new gear. We constantly are getting new gear, and we have just a mass amount of it where we don't know where to put it. You know, either you're one of these guys or you know one of these guys. Um, I know I am. I. I'm always finding new fishing gear. I'm always finding new stuff and I have to have it. And I, you know, I don't know where to put it all all the time. And you guys all know that guy, or like I said, are that guy who have a big plastic bin sitting in their garage, you know, and it's just full of junk, just full of crap, you know, oh, this is all my fishing crap, you know, and you just throw a bunch of stuff in there and it's just full of all kinds of random stuff. Um, I I have one of those. I keep one in storage, you know, and I, I know where to find it. 
and I know I have some things in there. I've I've knocked it down a little bit, you know, and I've I've cut down to to where I can it's manageable. Um and we all know that it happens and we go rifling through there and we're looking for something was oh, it was here last time, this is where I last put it, you know. But how do we prevent this? How do we, you know, how do we prevent looking for something like that? How do we, you know, like I said, knock down that bin a little bit where it's not a huge bin just full of crap? Fly fishermen know for sure, and I'm sure their girlfriends do or their wives do, but have you ever done a load of laundry, you know, with some shirts, pants, whatever you got in there that you wore fishing at some point in time, maybe that week or maybe the day before, and, you know, you open up the dryer once you're done and it looks like a Chuck E. Cheese ball pit in there. There's just thingamabobbers, indicators flying around everywhere. And you're like, oh, man, that's where they were. That's what I was looking for. You know, you you just find places to put things. Oh, I'm going to put this indicator in my pocket. There it is. Boom, then you wash it. Then all of a sudden it's in the dryer. It's not going to hurt it. It's not like it's ruined. But I know how that goes. My girlfriend knows how it goes. You know, indicators can go everywhere. They can, I mean... You lose them all the time. I know I know people who never have indicators. Oh, I, I've been losing them all the time. How do we stop that? You know, where do we put indicators? You, I, I, don't, I don't know of one. Maybe somebody else does, but I don't know of a device or something that's built just for indicators. Oh, yeah, put all your indicators in this. How do we stop something like that? You know, our fly boxes are meant to hold flies. You know, but if you're like me, occasionally, you know, at the end of a day, done, I'm done fishing. I'll cut the flies off, and you know, who knows where they go? Sometimes they go in the center console. You know, sometimes they go on the floor, and you know, sometimes they end up in the headliner of the truck. Everybody knows that. You know, that's no place for a fly. Why do we do that? You know, you wouldn't take two dollars. You wouldn't take three dollars. You know, and crumple it up, throw it on the floor of your truck or your car, and be like. Oh, don't need this right now. Not using it. So why do we do that with flies? Why do we take our flies, you know, our hard-earned money, and we just throw them around? Uh, uh, whatever. I so how how do we fix this habit? You know how what how what can we do to get around this? And I know some of you guys are thinking, you know, where the hell is he going with this? There's a point. There is a point. I promise. You know, and the point is, a lot of us need to get kind of on some discipline with organization and with our gear you know and it's really tough it can be really tough to to kind of get the brain power and manpower to do that where you're like I don't want to do this today but you have to for some people it's too late you know to fix that some people it's not going to work for others it's perfect timing to stop losing things and clean up the clutter a bit and that's that's pretty that's what we're going to be talking about cleaning up this clutter how do we do it? You know, and obviously I have some tricks, tips to help you out. And I'm, I'm not your dad. I'm not telling you what to do. But these are just things that help me because I know at times I can get on a bad path where I'm just like losing shit and I have no idea where anything is. And I'm just throwing flies everywhere, especially, you know, middle of guide season. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm worn out. I'm over it. But I'd, I'd say the most basic thing is you have to get into a routine of doing things over and over and over again and just doing it the same way every time. And if you do that, if you can do it the same way every time, every day, I guarantee you'll have some 
a smaller chance of losing something or forgetting it in the truck or even at the parking lot at the end of the day. You know, I've, I have I know lots of people who lose shit all the time. A buddy of mine, you know, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago now, lost a, a reel, set it on his tailgate and drove off, you know, set it on his bumper. Didn't even think about it. It's gone now, you know, and that's just part of that routine. You know, if you don't do it enough, then you, you need to figure out a routine. Okay, the reel goes away here every single time. Don't set it on the tailgate, you know, don't put it anywhere, put it in your bag. Put it where it belongs. This sounds like common sense, but it is. It is common sense. And I know my dad used to tell me, you know, if you put it back in the same spot after each day, you'll never have to look for it. And it's true. It works. And when we have so much gear, when we have so much fly fishing stuff, when we have everything, you know, we got pliers, we have rods, we have reels, we have bags, we have fly boxes, you know, all these little different things. It's hard to keep track of it all. So if you can get into a routine and build a routine and try to do it in the same order every time, yeah, it's going to help. And this sounds stupid. You know, you're going, uh, why, why am I listening to this guy telling me what, what, I'm, what I should be doing? I'm not. I'm just trying to help because, I, like I said, I know it helps me. I know even I take my boat out at the end of the day, you know, after guiding or whatever. Obviously, I don't want to spend the time and break everything down and clean everything and do all these things. But I also know if I don't go through the checklist that I have in my brain, I'll end up forgetting something. Something crucial, you know. Oh, I didn't strap down the oars. Oh, you know, something. And then you're like, oh, who does that? It happens. Happens to everybody. And I also know if I do that routine every single day, if I break everything down the same way every day, I go through the checklist in my head, I clean everything, you know, put it all away, I take all the trash out of the boat, everything I need to do, I know if I'm working the next day or if I'm going to be boating the next day or, you know, guiding or if I'm wherever, if I'm fishing with friends, I know that my boat is going to be in order the next day. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to wake up the next day and be like, oh, need to clean my boat, you know. And that happens. You see a lot of people who do that. I mean, I see a lot of guides, you know, every day after a day of work or even just anybody boating. You know, they take everything, throw it in their truck without rhyme or reason. You know, they roll out. And I don't know if in their head they think like, oh, I just want to get the hell out of here. You know, and it saves time. And, you know, they might think that. But in my head, it doesn't. You know, it. what it does is it, it gives you headaches. I mean, to me, you know, be diligent. Start a good routine, you know, with anything, not just the boat, you know, with anything if you're fly fishing. You know, I obviously, I'm on the boat a little bit more and guiding out of the boat. And so, I mean, I, I know that. I know that routine. And I every year it's kind of like, okay, remember the routine, you know, do everything right. You know, you got to get it all going again and get the juices flowing and you know, it takes me about 30 minutes or so to get my boat in order when I put it on the water and when I take it off the water. You know, some guides and clients, you know, get a little pissy with you that it takes forever. But just get out of the way, you know, get out of the other boat's way when you're doing it. Pull off your trailer, you know, and get out of their way and do what you need to do. But in the long run, you know, clients, friends, whoever who gets on your boat, they're going to be happy when they show up to a well-organized, clean boat. I'm like, wow, you got your shit together. I'm like, you know what? Yes, I do. I'm not saying I'm better than everybody else for doing it. 
I'm simply doing this because it does kind of help put things in order. And like I said, you're you're not going to lose as much stuff. You're not going to miss those crucial steps where you end up forgetting something. So this is why I'm explaining it. Like like I said, I'm I'm no saint. I don't know it all. Yes. I'm trying to just help. So you know, as for the boat and gear, I mentioned earlier, make sure every piece of gear kind of has a home and isn't just lying around in the open waiting to get lost. You know, put it somewhere. Hey, this is where this goes every time. You know, and I'm, I'm going to touch on the boat a little bit more and, you know, then we can get into some other stuff here. But obviously, you know, I think this is a big deal because I see a lot of people do it and a lot of people are getting more into boating and fish, you know, fishing out of boats, and they buy their first boat, you know, they might not, they might have been on boats before, and hey, this is how this, my buddy does it, you know, they're whatever, and you know, they might be doing it right, I have no idea, but, you know, talking about cleaning up the boat just a tad, you know, cleaning up things on the boat, and, you know, the clutter, the clutter on the boat, I can't stand clutter on the boat, it drives me insane, and maybe you're just kind of finding out now that I'm a little anal about certain things. But no, I just like, I like things to have homes. I like things, you know, places to go. If I lose something, it's my own damn fault. You know, ah, I remember I didn't put that where it needed to go. So how do we clean up the boat, you know, a little bit? You know, and we, I mean, raft or drift boat, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, most rafts and drift boats are equipped with pretty ample storage these days. You know, utilize that storage. Make sure every, like I said, make sure everything has a home. This is where this goes every single time. This is where that goes, you know, and and use it. Because, I mean, that's what it's there for. You know, as for flies, tip it, you know, fly boxes, indicators, you know, sunscreen, different stuff like that. You know, a good boat bag is a, a waterproof boat bag helps a lot. You know, I know on my boat, um... I use a, a watershed dry bag, awesome dry bag. Um, if, if you see one, you'll kind of see the concept, but I mean, completely waterproof. You can strap it on anything. You can put carabiners on it and attach it to anything. And then I also use, you know, a big Patagonia waterproof bag. And yes, both those are pretty spendy, you know, but it's worth it. They are worth what you pay. Um, and I put all my stuff in there. You know, and I can keep all that in there, and I know where everything goes. Um, you know, and just and put everything in order. You know, use a fly patch for loose flies. You know, don't just if you have a drift boater. Obviously, if you're in a raft, you'd never want to just put flies somewhere. You know, because sharp hooks and a rubber raft they don't really go well together. So fly patch is huge. You know, and there's definitely inexpensive alternatives to fly patches you know i know some of them can be kind of spendy and there's those nice boat patches with the sticky sides you can buy and everything um you know an inexpensive way you know this is a great time of year to do it because you know they're breaking out their summer gear go to walmart go over to the shoe section they should have probably dollar flip-flops they're dollar foam flip-flops and grab a pair of those cost you a dollar you can put flies on it and the flies on those things hold like champs. I never, I never lose flies off of them, and they're only a dollar. And you get, you get if you cut them in half, you get four fly patches. Buy a big size twelves, cut them in half, then you get four fly patches out of it. 
It's an awesome way to go. Um, you know, for as I mentioned earlier, indicators. I was talking about indicators. Where do we put indicators? Where do they go? You know, they're just laying around. We put them in our pockets. We put them, you know, they go through the washing machine. They're everywhere. What I do is I take a little old sunglass bag um, and I put all my indicators in the sunglass bag. It's awesome. You know, you can tie it up. You can cinch it down. It's not going anywhere. It's got the little drawstring cord. It's not going anywhere. It's a great way to hold indicators. And then you all you always know where they go. Boom. All right, I'm done with an indicator. It goes back in this bag. And whenever you're looking for an indicator, you know where to go to find one. Easy as that. I know on my boat, I I went to a thrift store or I, I guess a consignment store here in here in Gunnison. Um and found a little backpack attachment, you know, one of those little zipper pockets for backpack attachment and I attached it to to my raft on the inside there where it kind of hangs down. I can, I can put stuff in it, you know, and it's kind of my junk drawer of my boat. You know, everyone's got a junk drawer at their house. It's the junk drawer of my boat. You know, I just put random stuff in there and I know what's in there, but you know, it keeps that clutter down a little bit and you know, I can, I can show pictures of it if you want. Um, it's a great idea. One of my buddies showed me it. Um, and the hardest part is just finding kind of that attachment that you're looking for in that zipper pocket that you're looking for. But I know exactly what's in there. You know, I know there's floating in there. There's dry shake in there. I got a comb in there. Um, I even have some of those, you know, solar eclipse glasses. I, I left them in there from when we were fishing the solar eclipse. You know, I got all kinds of stuff in there. Fish counters, fi- you know, tape measures, everything you need. And I, I know it's in there. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of my junk drawer. But it, it, as long as that stuff's not lying around the boat, you know, just willy-nilly, then it's better. It looks better, you know, it's more presentable, and you're going to feel better about it. And I know I feel better about, you know, a clean boat or a clean house or whatever. You know, it's the same way. As long as you have places for them to go, things where, where things can go. Um, you know, this one isn't really boat-related, but, you know, tippet holder. Instead of having tippet just flying around everywhere, tippet holder is a great idea. Um, some of them are, are can be a little bit more expensive than others. Um a cheap way to go about it. I just kind of figured this out the other day. I made one for myself because um, I need a little bit extra room for the tip that I got. Um, I just took, you know, some paracord um, and pretty much like just a plastic tubing, like a straw that like that you'd find on a pin. You know how you can break a pin apart and there's that big plastic straw or tube. And I just kind of fed the paracord through there and used a carabiner. And now I can attach tip it, take it on and off with the carabiner. Um and it took me a minute to kind of find the, the way I want it to go, and I'm sure it will for you too. But that's a super inexpensive way. I'm sure everybody's got pins laying around the house. Um, it's not the most durable, but, you know, you could even find little metal straws, you know, those reusable straws that they sell nowadays and use something like that and cut it down. What You can get as creative as you want, but there's an idea. You know, that helps with tippet holders. Um, if you don't want to spend the money, obviously you should support, you know, local companies and, you know, what you're into in the fly fishing industry. But if you don't have the money and you're looking to ball on a budget, there you go, playa. You know, another thing on a boat that a lot of people don't think about is rod tubes. Um, you know, if you just got rods laying around, same thing, willy nilly, you know, it's obnoxious. They get in the way you can break them. You know, some of those rods are pretty expensive. Um, you don't want to break those. So, Rod tubes are kind of a must on a boat. You know, it's tough to float with somebody that doesn't have rod tubes. Obviously, drift boats have them, but rafts. Um, and there's some inexpensive ways to do that, too, you know, with PVC and straps and different things. I, You know, I can 
show you a picture of what I have on my raft. If you want to shoot me an email and if you got questions, I'll definitely email you a picture of what I'm using. Um, the guys over at Riverboat Works in Salida built mine for me. Um, but there, there are ways to go about it that are, that are pretty simple um, and inexpensive with PVC. And like I said, you can do it at home. If you have some, some small tools, you can do it. And you can build a rod rack. And that way your rods are safe. They're out of the way. Um, so think about that. Um, we can even boil down the boat even a little bit more and go crazy with it. Um, we can go down to the anchor line. You know, when you pull an anchor line, if you got a drift boat, most most of the drift boats these days, you're pulling it up kind of in between your feet. And then you got all this anchor line just sitting at your feet. You know, it's ready to get trapped in flies if you're working on them or whatever. And the worst part would be if, you know, flies are laying around the boat and you go to slide that anchor line and a hook goes in your finger. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. Um, so what can we do about anchor line on a raft or a drift boat? Get a mesh bag. Just get a drawstring mesh bag. You can a small little laundry bag or something, and you know, dur- obviously they're durable, and you can throw all your anchor line in there. You know, when you're, it'll slide out through the mesh bag if you coil it upright, and then when you pull it back in, just throw it into the mesh bag. And that way, anchor line's not floating willy nilly. You know, if something bad were to happen, you know, um, if if you were to, God forbid you flip a boat or something, you know, and, and that anchor line's just floating around, you know, it could get, you could get wrapped up in it. Um, so it's also a safety issue. So think about that, you know, and that's a small one a lot of people don't think about where you can just throw that anchor line in a mesh bag, boom, don't have to worry about it. Um, so that's a big one. Like I said, it's kind of more of a safety issue than anything, but that's some clutter that you can clean up on the boat. Um, and that's, that's huge. You know, I know for me, it's big. And that way, yeah, like I said, anchor line's not just flying around the boat. You're not getting flies stuck in it or whatever. It's not getting wrapped up in things. Um, so keep that in mind. Um, you can also use one of those little drawstring mesh bags for trash. Throw all your trash in there. You know, hey, clients or anybody, buddy's got trash. Boom. Here, yeah, I got a trash bag. Throw it in the mesh bag. And that way you can take care of it. You know, you can wash those mesh bags really easily. You can just, even just rinse them in the river when you're done. I throw all my trash in those things, and they're great. Um, I've seen people use buckets, you know, little three or five gallon buckets and cut a hole in the lid and you can throw stuff in there. Um, it's just a little bulky for me. Uh, I like, I just like it to be a little bit tighter than that. So I just take the mesh bag, I clip it on a strap with a carabiner. Um, maybe if you're in a drift boat, the, the bucket's a great idea. Just throw all your trash in there then you can dispose of it at the end of the day. Um, but you know, Two, two different ideas for the drawstring mesh bag, you know, anchor line and trash. Helps clean up the boat just a tad. You know, and a lot of this stuff I'm talking about, you know, like, oh, I know where to put my trash, Cameron. Okay, well, shit, sorry. You know, I'm just trying to help. These are different ideas. They're not all the right ways. They're just different ideas to kind of help, you know, help you out. But a lot of this stuff, you know, should be no-brainers to people. Obviously, you should put your trash somewhere, put it in a bag or put it somewhere. But, you know, to say this lightly... A lot of people don't use their brain. They're no-brainers, you know? So think about this just a tad, you know? And I have to say it because a lot of people don't do it. And I've been on a lot of boats that are just, they're a disaster. You know, they're messy. There's beer cans everywhere. There's all kinds of stuff. Why don't you clean your boat? Why don't you wash your boat? You know, why Why isn't this stuff somewhere? It needs to be somewhere. So to name just a couple more quickly, you know, even just for the boat, um, 
you know, dry bags for jackets so they aren't just laying around. Um, cup holders are great in boats. You know, any kind of cup holder or boats, you can find some cheap options. Um, this one's kind of simple but easy. You know, instead of buying ice for your cooler, you know, you can use plastic jugs, freeze them overnight. Boom. That way you don't have water in your cooler. You don't have water sloshing around in there. You, got, you just have plastic jugs. That way you don't have soggy sandwiches or soggy chips at the end of the day. And you, it's it's easier to clean. That one's pretty simple. And you're kind of, well, uh, uh, it makes sense. It does make sense. Cleans up the trash. You, you know, you don't have to get an ice bag. You don't have to do all that stuff. You don't have to do all. I mean, ice is tough and it's expensive. So that one's kind of that one's kind of a weird one, but yeah, it works. You know, use some plastic jugs. Um, I mean, I go on and on about boats all day. I mean, I'm not the boat expert by any means, but I know how I like my boat and I know how tight I like it to be, um, and just cleaned up and like I said, clutter. Um, you know, we don't have to talk about the boat too much. I'm I'm gonna end it there about the boats, um, but boats are a huge thing, like I said. So you know, break, break it down in your head a little bit and get into that routine of everything. And it's going to help you out and, um, find a home for everything in the boat. Because you know that if, if you're a guide like me, you know, that is kind of your, that's your domain and you need to know where all your stuff is. Um, so keep that in mind. You know, I, I brought up the flip flop fly patch. Um, it, it's an awesome little cheap technique you can use, but you know, every now and then, I know I need to do it now, but every now and then go through and, you know, pick through your flies off the fly patch and put them where they need to go. Put them back in their normal boxes. That way that, you know, your fly patch isn't cluttered and you're not looking for certain things or, you know, fly lines grabbing your fly patch if you're walk wading or whatever. Um, there's not line tag-ins hanging all off of it. So every now and then go through, um, clean that up. Um, and it's also one of those things where it's a routine if you aren't picking this up by now everything is a little routine you have to do this every now and then you have to do certain things every day to make it work it's it's a routine keep getting into one try and figure one out it's gonna help i promise um you know i try to use waterproof bags on the boat and walk waiting um you know i mentioned the watershed bag that's a great bad bag and i use a Patagonia, I have two different Patagonia bags. I use one for walk wading um, and then one for the boat, just a little bit bigger. But the waterproof bags are great. You know, Fish Pond's making a nice one now. A lot of people are getting into it, making these waterproof bags. Um, they're expensive, but, you know, for one, it, it keeps your shit dry. You know, if it's raining or if you go in the drink for any reason, then it'll keep your shit dry. And you put a lot of stuff in there, if you think about it. You know, you're spending the money for the bag, but think about how much money you put into that bag. You, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars worth of flies and tippet and, you know, different diff different things. So think about that a little bit. It's not a bad idea to, you know, splurge and get one of those. I'm not promoting any of these. I'm just saying, hey, you know, this is a pretty good idea. I've kind of changed everything over to the waterproof bags. Um, another good reason, you know, they have less pockets in them. They don't build those waterproof bags with a ton of pockets and a ton of storage. Um, and for me, that's nice because the more pockets you have, the more shit you find to fill it. So if you don't have that many pockets, you kind of, you break down what you need on the river. You know, hey, this is what I need to bring. I don't need this. You know, I don't need this box of, you know, huge box of midges that I, I know I'm not going to fish today. 
you know, you, you kind of go through and go, okay, this is what I need. This is what I don't need. And you just, you break everything down just into smaller groups. Um, and that helps a ton. You know, I know that's simple. I tell a lot of people, you know, even backpacking or anything too, or it's like, if they're looking for backpacks, it's like, Hey, you know, don't find something with a ton of pockets because you're just going to find shit to put in those pockets. And it, I mean, it's true. It makes perfect sense. You know, and you can talk about all kinds of different stuff when you're trying to clean up the clutter just a little bit. You know, waders can be tough. You know, you get wet waders. You get, um, you know, dirt on your boots. Hopefully you're cleaning them off. But, you know, obviously you're going to have some dirt and mud on your boots. You don't want to get that in your car or your truck or inside. Um, you know, you can just use it. I use a taco bag, you know, Sims taco bag. But And I'm sure you're just thinking, oh, he's just giving us more shit to buy, you know. But... Like I said, there's inexpensive options for all of it. Um, you know, you can go to the thrift store anywhere around and probably find an old duffel bag, you know, or gym bag or something that you can throw your waders in your boots in. I used to have this an orange duffel bag that I carried around for years. My dad had it, and then I had it. And you put all your waiting stuff in there, you know, and that way it all stays in one place. It's all dirty in one place. And I finally had to ditch the bag because the zipper stopped working. But, you know, that's an inexpensive way to do it. Um, you don't have to buy the best of the best. You don't have to buy the new stuff. Um, so just think about that a little bit, you know, boom, now we cleared up our waders, boom, clutter gone. Now I can, you know, put that bag anywhere. I can put it in the house anywhere and not get anything dirty, not get anything wet. Um, and that, that should be kind of a no brainer too, you know, a simple one. Um, you know, we could talk about fly tying a little bit and that's getting a little bit more in depth with it and getting a little bit crazier with, what we're going for here, but fly tying, I go over a couple quick things, you know, I mean, um, I use, obviously you can go to any kind of store, Walmart, Target, wherever, even Hobby Lobby works and buy those plastic bins, you know, the drawers, little drawers, you can kind of organize all your stuff into there. Um, I use some of those and then I'll use like, I'll take like lure boxes, you know, I think like Cabela's or somebody, they have those big bags that are just full of lure boxes, just empty lure boxes. You can kind of create your own boxes with them. I definitely, I have some of those and I'll kind of organize my stuff into what I tie. You know, if I'm tying, here's all my worm stuff. You know, here's all the thread I use for worms. Here's all the, um, you know, all the material I use for worms. Here's my stonefly box. You know, here's everything I need for stoneflies. Here's um, here's a dry, dry fly box, you know, here's a hopper box, here's my foam box, you know, and kind of organize our things. That way, all you have to do say, all right, I'm tying stoneflies today. Boom, grab your stonefly box, pull it out, and you have everything you need in there um, for tying whatever you want. If you're tying pickles, if you're tying 20 inches or whatever kind of stone you're tying, you have everything you need for that stonefly in that box. It's an easy way to do it. Um, I, I think... I saw that online somewhere, but um, yeah, I'm using it for this, and um, it works great, and you can organize your stuff a little bit easier, you know, and that way you kind of know in your head, oh, I know where that thread is. It's in my worm box. All right, I'll pull out all my stuff. Oh, I know where that chenille is. It's in this box, and you can pull that out and use it, and yeah, it gets a little messy here and there, but if you tie enough of a pattern, you know, if you go, hey, this is a pattern I use all the time, you know, then build a box for it. Here's a box for just for this pattern. And you have all the different colors you need, everything in there. 
Um, you know, you can even any craft store, any craft section of any store has a lot of these different things in there too. You know, just organization boxes, you know, the, the bead boxes are great for, you know, your tungsten beads and your brass beads and your heads and cones and all different stuff that you use. And so that's a great way to go about it too, to kind of just organize all that stuff. That way you're not having little boxes or little, um, baggies laying around. You can't find any of your beads and just say, Hey, these are my, you know, 2.4 beads. These are my 2.7. These are my 3.4s, you know, blah, blah, all the way up. You can go any way you want, organize it any way you want, but that way you know where everything is. And like I said, it's just a routine. Just keep doing it. Keep doing all these things over and over again. Um, so that's a little bit, you know, about fly tying. Obviously, you know, I have all my tools in certain places and I use a little Renzetti tool caddy, which is awesome. Um, those things are great. I, I think they run maybe about 20 bucks or so. I can't honestly remember, but it's a great um, product to have for fly tying. You can put all your tools in there and that way they're organized. And I'm sure there's other companies that make different ones, but well, we can find all your tools, you know, and if you've been tying for a while and into it, obviously we talked about earlier, you just start collecting more shit, more tools, you know, and boom. All right. Now I have somewhere to put them. Um, I mean, hopefully this helped you. Um, just a little bit, you know, obviously if you have questions about certain things, Hey, what can I do about this? Hey, what can I do about that? Email me, shoot me an email, um, the guided trip at gmail.com. And I can, I can help you out. I can send pictures of anything or, you know, just kind of show you what I do. Um, like I said, these aren't all the, these aren't the right ways, you know, all the time, but these are just my ways. This is the way I like doing it. Um, so if you need help, let me know and I can definitely help you. If you have, maybe all you picked up from this podcast is, wow, this guy is really anal and particular about everything. Well, I am, but you know, I spend a lot of money on, on the things I have, you know, and I, I want to keep them in order. I don't want to lose them. Um, and so if you can, you know, build that discipline and get into that routine, then you're, you're going to be in better shape, like I said. Uh, so that's why I wanted to do this podcast because, you know, just kind of clean up that clutter, um, clean up certain aspects of it. Hopefully this helped. You know, I, I, I know I've, covered I covered as much as I kind of thought of you know walk waiting is a little bit different story um, you know with waiters and everything you got there but um, same thing just about your bag you know what kind of bag you carry and how to organize it and know where everything is I did definitely talk a lot about the boat but hey you know that's what I know talk about what you know so um, thanks for listening guys uh, and I appreciate it like I said email me the guided trip at gmail.com um, check out the Instagram just the guided trip um and then my instagram is just cameron.roads on instagram you can check me out follow me like i said ask me anything you want um i appreciate everybody listening i hope everybody has a good day